Sorry I melted my USADA cup. Welcome to the Tony Can Grow Show, where we talk about how to grow in all shapes and forms. Everything from fitness, business, and daily lifestyle. We cover all the hot topics and highlight important information to help you learn to grow. My name is Anthony, but you can call me Tony for short. I'm an athlete, coach, and entrepreneur. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode five. Creatine is a steroid. No, not really, but but this, this is the episode where we uncover the truth behind what those fitness gurus or those uh, perm-headed cross-earring guys or the back-in-my-day guys and the uh, even the internet trolls and your local drug dealer are trying to sell you on as accurate information. And surprise, surprise, most of it's wrong. So first things first, creatine, yeah, it's not a steroid. And we're going to talk more about creatine very soon, but before we get started, I have to read our boring... And when I say boring, I mean very boring disclaimer, our medical disclaimer. The Adapted Online Media YouTube channel and the Tony Can Grow Show podcast does not contain any medical advice. I am not a doctor. The contents of this YouTube channel, such as videos, text, graphics, images, and other materials are intended for entertainment, informational, and educational purposes only, and not for the purpose of rendering medical advice. The contents of this YouTube channel and podcast are not intended to substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Although I take efforts to keep the medical information on my channel updated, I cannot guarantee that the information on this channel or podcast (coughs) reflects the most up-to-date research. Please consult your physician for medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions regarding a medical condition. Never disregard or delay seeking professional medical advice or treatment because of something you have heard in a YouTube video or a podcast. Before taking any medications or over-the-counter drugs, supplements, herbs, so on and so forth, consult a physician for a thorough evaluation. This channel and podcast does not endorse any medication, vitamins, or herbs, nor do we condone the use of illegal drugs or using drugs for an unintended purpose. A qualified physician should make a decision based on each person's medical history and current prescriptions. And according to YouTube's own community guideline, videos which intend to educate, which do not glorify substance use, are generally suitable for advertising. Adapted online media videos do not glorify the use of drugs, and it's also not graphic because it does not show the consumption of any illegal substances. The following video is strictly educational. Well, now that we got that out of the way, and despite what your perm-headed friends with cross earrings on TikToks have to say about blasting trend and how awesome it is, I want to say this. I absolutely do not advocate the use of performance-enhancing drugs. Obviously, I do a vast amount of research and educate my clients at Adapted Physiques and across social media on the details of many performance-enhancing drugs. I do not advocate their use, even though I have used them myself in the past, and before I start to sound super hypocritical, the reason I do not advocate use is because it is not up to me or anyone else when someone else should make the decision to start using performance-enhancing drugs or should start using them at all. It is a personal choice and I have a huge bone to pick with the coaches in this fitness industry that just use their clients as cash cows and prescribe them substances that they might not feel entirely comfortable taking. Performance enhancing drugs should never be prescribed to someone by anyone who's trying to help you. If they're trying to help you, they shouldn't be pushing drugs on you. It should always be a personal choice for an individual and coaches should be assisting these individuals on how to manage the risks that they may encounter and give accurate dosing information and suggestions on why or why not they may want to use certain compounds paired together. 
Obviously, there's a lot more at play, and athletes want their coaches to lay out a complete path for them, but the truth is they should first be educated on the entire subject on their own before they start embarking on a path that is really going to impact your health. You need to be conscious of your decision if you so choose to start using any performance-enhancing drugs. Now, that level of usage, I find, should respectfully be according to that individual's situation. High-level competitive athletes may take on more risk than someone who just decided that they want that little extra push, and they have like fairly reasonable goals. And really, those people don't even typically need anything, but they still take stuff. I don't think the average gym bros really should have any true reason to take gear other than possibly some testosterone to get into an optimal range, and definitely not using trend. Um, especially if you're just using trend to try and impress the girls at the bar. But newsflash, it happens. And despite what you think, you're probably going to start impressing more dudes at the bar than you are girls. Because let's be honest, as nice of a physique that you have, most of these girls just want to have fun. And a lot of them don't think your insanely scheduled and regimented lifestyle is fun unless that's their cup of tea too. So gym bros, please don't run trend. You have no business using harsh compounds for your goals. Um... Just don't. Just don't do it. And make sure to get educated because performance-enhancing drugs are not the same as walking in your local supplement store and picking up a new pre-workout. Also, it goes without saying, athletes, more doesn't always mean more results. And in respects to in-depth information on dosing, uh, we might get a little more information on that in future episodes. But please be responsible. Your health is not something to toy with. And there's always consequences down the road that you might not see right now in this moment. So since I've gotten that out of the way, um, I think it's important to shed some light on the truth of the decision to take performance-enhancing drugs and the practices involved once you've made that decision to go down the enhanced route. So let's talk about the decision to use performance-enhancing drugs. Well, first off, there's this viral YouTube video of IFBB Pro Seth Ferose that circulated for quite some time. And I'm not sure if it's still going around as often, but it's basically a video on how to make the decision to use performance-enhancing drugs. And in summary, what he had to say is it's never a good time to start taking PEDs and eventually it'll fucking kill you. You need to be prepared to make the decision based on the risk associated with it. Do your own due diligence. And he actually goes further into the topic to explain a lot of points I agree with. I'll link the video with 1.3 million views in the show notes so you can watch it for yourself. But it's worth noting he has since stopped taking steroids in an abusive manner and only takes HRT like many other athletes that have retired and like myself that have done crazy cycles in the past uh, during my competitive years. And it's just, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm sticking to more HRT doses. I'm, at the end of the day, I, I know it's going to kill me a lot quicker, just like everybody else in the industry that has a very good grasp on this stuff. If we continue to abuse performance-enhancing drugs, it's just going to be a no bueno. Many others have grown out of that phase, and that's kind of a point of where I'm at in my life and a lot of other... Uh, really good notable athletes that just took a point where it's like health and longevity are king. So Seth, like myself and many others in the industry, have started to speak up, uh, especially in the last few years, about the risk of performance-enhancing drugs, uh, mainly anabolic steroids. Gear is what it's commonly go like. You go to the gym, you, you hear gear. You don't hear people calling it pets. That's just a wide uh, umbrella of peptides, SARMs, anabolics, and everything in between. But the truth is you should not take them lightly. And if you do decide to take performance enhancing drugs, you must assume the risk you're taking is real and accept them. 
accept those risks if you decide to use them. Again, I'm going to link that video from Seth Rose in the show notes. Make sure to give it a watch. It's worth it. Even if you kind of want to push through it a lot of, a lot of the time on YouTube, what I'll do is I'll go to, I'll click the little settings thing on the video. I'll set the speed, the playback speed on the video to like 1.5 or two, just to like get it all out there really quick. Um, but yeah. So at the end of the day, you need to know the real risk. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Puns sort of intended, but honestly, let's just take a review of a few different risks uh, that any individual faces when considering to use performance-enhancing drugs. Performance-enhancing drugs, and more specifically anabolic steroids, will have an impact on many different parts of your body, um, if not pretty much all of your body. The cardiovascular effects like uh, low HDL and high LDL, which is low good cholesterol and high bad cholesterol, hypertension, which is high blood pressure, elevated heart rates, high red blood cell count, or just the enlargement of your heart. That's never a good thing. And that's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of cardiovascular side effects. Uh, Intergenetic anabolic steroids increase the risk of heart attack and stroke and damage other organs like your liver, kidney, and then there's the estrogenic side effects like gynecomastia, better known as bitch tits. And then there's stuff like water retention, acne, moodiness, sexual dysfunction, the androgenic side effects like hair loss, again acne, prostate growth, progesterone effects like gyno again, lactation, sexual dysfunction, and uh, your connective tissue and muscle tissue with joint issue, back cramps, like insanely painful pumps. These are just a few of the sides that you can name. And then there's the drug-specific side effects. For instance, one of the very many sides of an aromatized inhibitor, uh, commonly used, Arimidex, it's used to help reduce the risk of estrogen sides, but it actually comes with its own sides, like potential blood clots. DECA is another one. It's known to cause sexual dysfunction. Many people know it as DECA-DIC. And the most talked about and most underestimated drug, Tren, Trenbolone. It causes insomnia. And even when you do get to sleep, like when you're on Tren, sleeping's horrible. You wake up in a puddle of sweat. I remember when I used to run this stuff, I, uh, I used to have to change the sheets a few times. I have, used to have to sleep on multiple towels because I just sweat everything out. Couldn't sleep, worse insomnia ever. And even when I did get to sleep, me, like many other individuals, it's, it's just extremely disturbing dreams. Like shit that just makes you not want to go to bed at night. It's not fun. It also causes neurotoxicity, shortness of breath, and the well-known roid rage that is associated with Tren and Halo, but more commonly known with Tren. Um, plus the infamous Tren cough, which happens after any injection that uh, enters the bloodstream a little quicker. It's the drug just trying to exit your body via the lungs. Um, if you've ever had Tren cough or you know someone who actually has had really bad Tren cough, it's not a good freaking time. I... It, it, it was fucking brutal. I'm just going to put it that way. I Trend was a very love-hate compound for me and more so hate because the sides were just fucking nasty. Trend alone is known to cause some of the most side effects and drugs to help control sides, like I've mentioned, like Arimidex, all have the potential to cause other issues. More sides of anabolic androgenic steroids include headache, insomnia, sleep apnea, anxiety, 
And then there's like non-hormonal water retention, like edema and other side effects. At the end of the day, performance enhancing drugs can have the potential to damage almost every aspect of your body. And this is all the stuff your local juice dealer will leave out when he's trying to load you up to be his cash cow. Most of these guys you bump into the gym that they're trying to push whatever gear to you, uh, they just want to make money. They're going to be nice and polite and respectful. And he's the nicest guy ever. How could he, how could he steer me in the wrong path? Come on, guys. Use your common sense. These guys are making money on you. Don't be that naive. Remember to do your due diligence first. If you decide to embark down the path of performance-enhancing drug use, then there are a lot of risks that you have to be aware of and you could potentially run into. SARMs. Um, they're newer in the class of PEDs, and there's a lot less research on them. Uh, anabolics have a long history of uh, studies, and we we've had a lot of experience with anabolics through the years where we have the side effects are notable. We, we know what to expect a little more SARMs. They're a little newer and we don't really have any studies uh, performed at this point, And we need more research on them to see what sides are going to be like down the road. Growth hormone, another PED. It's very popular. It's used by all types of athletes. Um, it can be used therapeutically, but it can also be abused at really high amounts. And then there's the possibility of rapid growth of cancer cells, something that you typically wouldn't want. Um, again, there's there's another SARM uh, specifically when it comes to cancer cell growth, GW, carterine, I believe. And I, I know noting the study that I actually read into it myself, it was done on rats and it was like very high dosages, something that humans typically wouldn't take. But here's the thing, if it's causing cancer cell growth in them, What's it going to do to us long term? We don't really know. And it might not be at that extreme dose per body weight, but we don't know what's going to happen. So always assume the worst and just try to make better decisions if you're going to use PEDs. So always be sure to educate yourself on the potential risks associated with something you may be considering to introduce into your own body. At the end of the day, your body is your temple. And I don't think most people take that seriously enough. And you really should because uh, you only live once and there are no redos. So great, so now we've gone over a few of the risks involved, and if you still feel comfortable with them, you still need to learn how to manage them. There's a few different practices that you should always be followed when embarking down an enhanced route, which include routine blood work and other tests to evaluate your current health and help minimize the risks associated with taking the drugs that you may be taking. Obvious tests on your sex hormones, including your testosterone levels, estrogen, progesterone, LH, all that fun stuff, thyroid panel, and tests like complete blood counts to assess your red blood cell count and other important factors. Then there's your hemoglobin A1C to test for prediabetes and your overall glucose management. Other than blood, there's some simple tests like your blood pressure to watch out for hypertension. Most people don't know, but optimal blood pressure is considered around 120 over 80. Remember, I'm not a doctor, so you can't take this verbatim, but it's known that 120 over 80 is kind of what you're trying to shoot for. Um, but correctly taking the reading for your blood pressure is something that a lot is, is a lot less spoke on. Um, people actually have no clue how to properly take blood pressure. It's, you can't just throw on the cuff, hit the button and go. Um, I want to address this in the future, but uh, I just want to note blood pressure testing must follow a specific protocol right down to how long you've been seated and which position before you start taking a reading. Then there's other cardiac tests like echographs to look for early aneurysms. 
again with blood there's full lipid panel for cholesterol you can get a calcium score to show if any have like any hard plaque buildups which is where the danger like really lies with hardened plaque in your cardiovascular system uh, which is where the increased risk of heart attack and stroke comes from this is where you might need to start using things like statins to help resolve issues but of course this all has to be advised by a doctor other things you want to check are your prostate getting your psa through your blood labs you might get an actual prostate exam that does not sound very fun guys and then there's your analysis for your kidney health getting a colonoscopy done to screen for colon cancer and then getting a egd i believe is what it is an endoscopy uh to kind of looking at any gi issues that are chronically present within the esophagus stomach and your upper uh, intestinal tract there's a lot more tests you can go for but this is just a general overview of more of the popular testing it's always best to have a doctor actively monitoring you if you have made the decision to use performance-enhancing drugs. And remember, having a coach can be a positive or a negative bonus. Depending on the practices for risk management, it's, it's not a replacement for being under the care of a medical physician. It's, it's not. Some coaches, like myself, dedicate a lot of time to um, upping our knowledge about this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's not a replacement for having a doctor. Always, always, always consult with a medical physician before a coach. And I'm saying this not only for legal purposes, but like, really, I work with doctors. There's a reason I see a doctor for this stuff. There's a reason I do my bloods every three months. Risk management starts with testing and continues using different types of risk mitigation. The best ways to reduce risk at the end of the day is to not do steroids or performance enhancing drugs at all. But we do them. And as per risk management supplements, I'll highlight just a few of them before we start talking more about, well, supplements. Um, there's some things that may reduce the risk of cardiovascular side effects like fish oil, specifically omega-3. Uh, it has been shown to be quite effective at improving HDL and uh, LDL levels. Coenzyme 10 or ubiquinol has been shown to be effective for high blood pressure and improving your blood lipids just as omega-3s would. Uh, again, citrus bergamot does roughly about the same thing. Uh, it's been shown to be effective at increasing HDL and decreasing LDL as well. But in some individual cases, um, things are different for different people. Um, some people have to opt to use pharmaceutical drugs to manage their cardiovascular sides, including things like statins or a PDE5 inhibitor like Cialis. Many bodybuilders have been known to take baby aspirin to help keep their red blood cell count in check, but donating blood is a typical practice to help lower your red blood cell count. Um, there's a lot of guys that will take a protocol for a time to help get their red blood cell count in check, then go dump blood, and then retest later to see where it's at. Um, this is another practice we'll talk more about in the future. And then there's liver damage. And this is a very real thing. And personally, I have had quite a bit of personal experience with this one. And I'm always trying to find new ways to help repair my own liver. Um, there's supplements like NAC, milk thistle, tudka. Uh, I've used injectable glutathione, broccoli sprouts. And then there's drugs like uh, BPC-157 and TB-500, which have shown um, a very effective response to help heal the liver and protect it overall. And then uh, can't go without saying HD muscle makes this uh, supplement liver HD. I take this every day. Uh, includes a few of these key ingredients and the formula is based to help protect your liver. Um, I 
really recommend adding in some fresh broccoli sprouts in your diet as well. And I'll be talking more about sprouts in next week's episode, so tune in for that. But uh, for me, broccoli sprouts were something that really helped improve my ALT. Um, that's a liver enzyme. That's When you're doing your blood panel, it's one of the tests you'll do that kind of shows where your liver health is. There's some other ones, but it really did help improve my ALT over time, just introducing fresh broccoli sprouts. But again, I said, we'll get into this on the next episode because we're going to go deep into... Um, the green realm on that one. And then there's kidney health. And again, we use NAC and then there's some other vitamins like B and C with like a kidney cleanse product like HD Muscles Kidney HD to help manage the risk of kidney issues. Then there's vitamin B6 and this is a lesser known thing. Vitamin B6 is something that's used to help fight against prolactin issues. And then there's trans resveratrol which has shown to block estrogen in some individuals, but studies have shown that could potentially boost estrogen in others. So this is a tricky one and blood labs would be required. DIM, D-I-M, is a plant nutrient. It's also shown to have anti-estrogenic properties, which is typically paired again with vitamin B6. And then fish oils, again, paired with some MSM and some collagen. It's often used to help with connective tissue and joints. Um, magnesium and taurine have shown to help with extreme pumps and cramping that cause what I'll call extreme discomfort at times. For some people, it's a little bit of an issue, but for like, I've experienced it being mild and I've experienced like crazy back cramping that just sucks. So up your taurine, throw in a little more magnesium. I use magnesium bicalycinate. And then again, there's supplements like melatonin, magnesium, and CBD. All of these have been shown to aid with the insomnia that comes with Tren, and it's not a permanent fix. Uh, and then there's HD Muscle that has Sleep HD. The, that formula can also be employed to help get some restful, deep, longer-lasting sleep. Um, again, there's only so many band-aids you can throw on top when running Tren, but I, I throw everything in the kitchen sink at it. It's like... If I was to run Tren again, which I likely won't in the future, um, I would be using tons of magnesium, tons of CBD, and I'd be using HD Muscle Sleep HD every single night if I was running a cycle like that. And there's still times where it's like, I got to use Sleep HD because I'm an entrepreneur and sometimes I work till 4 a.m. I'll start my day at 5, I'll work till 4, I'll almost go 24 hours straight and won't stick to my heavily preached stay within a healthy work-life balance because sometimes I just I get in the zone and I keep going and then the next night I'm kind of all fucked up so it's like I throw some sleep HD in there help me get a better sleep and help me put my circadian rhythm back in place and get back on my sleep schedule now one of my favorites not really roid rage and moodiness it can actually be combated with L-theanine and ashwagandha KSM 66 it's also worth noting that ashwagandha can help reduce the anxiety with pretty much any steroid, but specifically with Tren. Um, it also helps better control cortisol levels, especially when paired with L-theanine. Um, at the end of the day, there's a ton involved and there's a lot of moving parts to consider, but that's why I've tried to simplify this information to the best of my ability. And we are constantly making updates to all of this information in the Adapted Physiques Performance Enhancing Drug Library. And if this is something that you're interested in, uh, I'll make sure to link it in the show notes so you can get your hands on some free information and add yourself to the waitlist 
for the full public release of the Adapted Physiques app, which includes a full PED library going in depth on every substance and it's updated weekly. Um, right now, as I said, it is in beta trial for all current Adapted Physiques clients, but the public launch is coming soon. So uh, make sure to check the show notes for that link, guys. And hey, if you're enhanced and you're not acting the part of a fake natty like Liver King, check out the pre-sale on the PED library. Um, everything in the app is going to be subscription-based. There is going to be a premium subscription in there that unlocks every single section. But for the people who only want the PED library, there is going to be a place where you can just subscribe to just that. If you want to get in on the pre-sale, to the PED library, I'm going to be doing a full year at a very highly discounted rate for the PED library. And if you pay for the presale for a full year for free for the PED library, you're gonna get a free gift. It's uh, my Sorry I Melted My USADA Cup t-shirt. And uh, you'll see me post these later on on the Tony Can Grow Instagram. But uh, if you've seen the viral clip of Joe Rogan claiming that Conor McGregor's piss would melt a USADA cup, You'll understand the joke, but uh, by purchasing your pre-sale spot, which will get you a huge discount, by the way, will gift you this hilarious t-shirt. And remember, all the proceeds from this pre-sale will go towards further building our research team to keep the PED library updated and giving you the most information possible. At the end of the day, I've created this because I believe the information should be readily available to so many more individuals than it already is. Have the chance to do your own research and do your own due diligence and make sure you're educated before making a decision to just become your own personal experiment. Uh, leave the mad science to the mad scientists, in my opinion. Find accurate information and always consult with a physician. I have linked some resources for you guys in the free PED resources to get your blood work done and help get in touch with medical professionals so you're not going about this blindly. I really want to highlight the fact that you should be doing this with a doctor. You should be doing regular blood work. This isn't guesswork. Make sure you're, you're doing the extra work. So let's continue to talk about supplements. Do you need to take supplements? Well, if you scroll through social media, every fitness account seems to be praising some product or another to help you maximize your goals, incinerate body fat, and build muscle fast. But the truth is, most of the supplement industry is over-marketed consumer packaged goods that really provide close to no added value to your fitness journey. It's a sad, cold truth, but the majority of the proprietary blends are basically just expensive flavor-altering water additives. Sorry guys, Mio is cheaper. Um, now, with transparency being a trend on labels now, thank God, it's easy to scope out which supplements are a money grab and which ones may actually have some beneficial effects to aid you in your journey. Um, now, if you aren't able to acquire certain nutrients within your diet's food sources, this is where supplements can help you. Most beginners feel as if they're doing something wrong or missing out on quality results by not supplementing. The truth is, most of it is totally unnecessary. So save yourself time and money by just eating a healthy, balanced diet with purposeful food choices of nutrient-dense foods. But, and this is the only but, Maybe there's a little more of a but, but there are a lot of nutrients that are hard to consume every day, so we do supplement them. When you're dieting, especially for fat loss and you're in calorie deficit, eating less uh, and or burning more calories than you're consuming, likely you're eating less. 
it's very likely you're missing out on some key nutrients. Um, I do want to get into this again further on the next episode because some of our food, it doesn't have the same nutritional value it did back in the day because of the soil crisis we're kind of in right now. But vitamin and minerals are required for your body's various functions and any deficiencies in any of them can be problematic and it can lead to slow results or early plateaus, especially if it's in your fat loss journey. Now, if you don't take supplements, it's not like your results will come to some screeching halt, but there's things as simple as being depleted of electrolytes, which is gonna leave you dehydrated, worn down, and not performing at your best. Therefore, reducing your output and energy that could be used to tackle your goals. So yes, supplements are beneficial. Um, typically, there are only a few supplements I really recommend as essential. Then I could add more to that list that would be beneficial in regards to their cost to reward ratio, and a ton more I could add to the list that would uh, might just have subpar effects, uh, if any effects at all. Um, but many other trainers and brands will tell you that you should just take everything, and that's just sadly not the truth. Make sure you're getting the bang for your buck and avoiding the, uh, the extra charge that you don't need. Majority of multivitamins on the market aren't dosed anywhere near what they should be to give you the benefit they just boast about on their labels. If multivitamins were actually dosed right, they would be really beneficial, like highly beneficial. But typically, they just aren't. Now, there's only one contradiction to this, and that is HD Muscles Vita HD which has a patented and high quality ingredients dosed within its formula very correctly for the things it says it's going to do. Like if you turn uh, your Vita HD bottle around and you go through the ingredients and look at the dosages, that's what a multivitamin should be. And then you compare it with any other multivitamin on like the superstore supplement shelves. And it's like, why is there like a tiny fraction of these things? And then Vita HD is just completely loaded. I don't know why other multivitamins haven't done better yet, but uh, HD Muscles Vita HD is doing it right. They use high quality ingredients dosed correctly to help you reach complete and total human optimization. And I highly recommend Vita HD to make sure you're covering all your bases. If you're only going to take one supplement and one supplement only, I'd say use Vita HD. So protein isolate powders. They're great to supplement for your diet for many reasons, but... Lean protein sources should always be first considered as it's more beneficial to eat food, especially food with higher thermogenic defects and other nutrients. Protein powders should be used as a supplement, not as a meal replacement, but they can be used as a meal replacement in some undesirable situations. But remember, use food first. Essential amino acids. EAAs, not to be confused with BCAAs, which are only three amino acids, EAAs are comprised of nine essential amino acids. The dose of each of these amino acids matters as well. But from supplement brand to supplement brand, you can trust Amino 9 as a patent quality ingredient for EAAs. Um, EAAs build vital proteins in the body that are used to create connective tissues, just tissue in general, organs, muscles. Uh, they also play a vital role in optimizing liver function and the neurotransmitters in your brain. When the rate of muscle protein synthesis is greater than the rate of muscle protein breakdown, our bodies are in a positive muscle protein balance. EAAs help our amino acid pool stay in a positive balance through supplementation. Your body really doesn't care if it has to eat itself to get the aminos that it wants. 
So instead of sacrificing that hard to build muscle, use EAAs and keep an adequate protein intake. Creatine! <laughs> creatine monohydrate. Creatine is everywhere, especially creatine monohydrate. There's a ton of other variations of it buffered with just about everything. But if you're looking for anything on the market, look for Creapure. It is the patented ingredient that is in any good supplement, uh, any good creatine supplement. So if you're looking to find a trustworthy source without spending all an extra, I don't know, 20, 40, 50 bucks for no reason on any fancy products, just look for Creapure. Creatine provides the body with easily accessible ATP storages to help get the most out of your performance. Approximately 95% of your body's creatine is stored in the muscles in the form of phosphocreatine. The other 5% is found in your brain, kidneys, and liver. Supplementing creatine increases your creatine storages. This is a form of stored energy in the cells. Additional stores can then be used to produce more ATP, which is the key energy source for lifting heavy and high-intensity exercise. I'll say it again. Creatine is not a steroid. It's one of the most heavily researched and scientific-backed supplements that can be beneficial to your performance. And there's always people worrying about, oh, creatine's going to bloat me. It's sometimes, yes, in the beginning, there's a little bit of water retention, and that's a side effect. That is not the purpose behind creatine. It's to increase your ATP. That is supposed to be readily available to you, not make you bloated, not add muscle, not, sorry, not add water mass to you. Now, fermented L-glutamine. It has endless uses and has been known as a top beneficial supplement for everything from recovery to gut repair. And it's definitely in our A1 category at Adapted Physiques. Glutamine may help with gut function, the immune system, and other essential processes in the body, especially in times of stress. It's also important for providing nitrogen and carbon to many different cells in the body. L-glutamine can also boost immune cell activity in the gut, preventing infection, well, helping prevent infection. Um, as per any claims on anything, you have to be careful what you say, but it also helps improve inflammation and just overall aiding in gut repair. Um, vitamin, <clears throat> so vitamins and minerals that you should be consuming daily. And now, again, if you can take VitaHD every day, do that. But if you're only going to stick to a few key vitamins, then I would say vitamin Bs, vitamin C, D3, E, K, calcium, magnesium, blood glycinate, potassium, and zinc. Now, these are the must-haves. Although all vitamins and minerals should be utilized for your body to stay optimal, those are the higher priority supplements you may want to take. And like I said before, Vita-HD will keep you covered. So take that if you want to make sure you're getting all the vitamins and minerals that you need. Omega-3s for cholesterol balance, cardiovascular support, and other benefits. Another top supplement, which I'm always recommending, is ashwagandha. It contains chemicals that may help calm the brain, reduce swelling, lower blood pressure, alter the immune system, and could be used to manage stress and cortisol levels. Cranberry extract may boost immunity, lower blood pressure, and aid in healthy kidneys and heart. Then there's apple cider vinegar. It's beneficial in many ways. Um, I actually use it as a natural cleaner at home, too. It can be taken as a cost-effective single shot of real apple cider vinegar, but there's the extract with the mother that can also be found in many new capsules and gummies on the market today. Just be sure to make sure that it contains the mother if you're going to get any of the capsules or gummies because that's where the beneficial bacteria resides. Other than supplements, which these things are kind of still supplements, there's botanical herbs and spices that will offer you a lot more than any of these sports supplement formulas or crazy stim pre-workouts are going to offer you on the market. 
um, fat burners are easily the most overmarketed product for women and testosterone boosters coming in a hot second for men. Just totally unnecessary. Remember that majority of what's out there is there to catch your attention, draw you in, and make you become a consumer. Always investigate when you're thinking about taking a new supplement. The best advice is to check with your doctor, but in my opinion, before you even ask your physician about a product, you should be completing your own due diligence and ensuring the product has real viable benefits that can be measured and are safe and right for your goals. Remember, supplements are just that, they're supplements. They're not required, but definitely encouraged in any place you may not be consuming the essential nutrients for your body day to day to improve its function and overall performance. Avoid any heavy price tags and you can bypass these by thoroughly researching each supplement you plan to take. And I will say this though, if you want to skip all that guesswork, HD Muscle offers some of the best supplements on the market and you can trust their products just like I do. Their health supplements will definitely aid you in your journey and you can use code ADAPTED at HD Muscle's site to save you 10% on your purchases. I'll talk more about this later. Now, it's important to mention the bioavailability from supplements. Not all of the supplements we use will be completely used up by our bodies. Even in our food supply, the vitamins and the minerals, uh, the actual content of them within the food has significantly decreased over the years due to soil degradation. And on our next episode, we're actually gonna talk a lot more about this and the things you can do to fight against the soil crisis. This leads me to the best bioavailability in terms of supplementation. IV drip therapy. You can get IV vitamin drips to ensure you're getting the most of the supplements you need the most. I have personally been doing IV therapy for a number of years and I have this amazing nurse I want to tell you guys all about, but I'm hoping to get her on the show soon as a guest so she can help me explain everything she offers in depth, more about her clinic and all that jazz on one of our future episodes. Her clinic also offers blood work analysis and TRT, which is perfect to bring up in this episode as well as many other treatments. And we're gonna discuss all of them with Nurse Marie Gold in a future episode. I'm going to link Marie's IG in the show notes if you're feeling impatient and wanna learn more about what she does and what she has to offer before our next episode together. And I'm only doing this because I'm preaching getting your blood work done if you're thinking about taking performance enhancing drugs and that's what this episode's about. So make sure you reach out to her if you are trying to get some blood work done. I have a lot more to say when it comes to supplements, and in future shows, I'll be highlighting different ones and go more in-depth on them. But remember, guys, creatine is not a steroid. And if you're interested in learning more about creatine, how it works in the body, the ATP system, the Krebs cycle, and all of its chemical reactions which results in powering you through every move you make, download the Adaptive Physiques app and join the waitlist by signing up for our public launch this spring. I'd like to remind you that the show is sponsored by Adapted Physiques Online. Adapted Physiques is an online education and coaching platform, helping average Joes to IFBB pros in their fitness journey. They provide you with everything you need from nutrition, training, in-depth instruction, and resources to be your last stop in fitness. All available through the new app on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. You can check them out on Instagram and their link in bio, at Adapted Physiques. I'm also fortunate enough to be sponsored by HD Muscle. HD Muscle has formulated the industry's top products for athletes, and they have given us a discount code to share the savings of their premium-grade supplements. Use code ADAPTED to save 10% at HD Muscle's official website. Also, if they have a sale, you can stack code ADAPTED with whatever sale to get additional savings. They will also be linked in the show notes. Now, I mentioned a few other supplements, and they can be found at yoursupplier.ca. They have also given the show a 10% discount on all supplements by using code TONYCAN'TGROW at yoursupplier.ca. They have a list of all the core supplements I recommend, 
and their list of products continues to grow. They are an online dropshipping solution and marketplace for small business and creators. Set up an account with your supplier and they will manufacture, print, and ship out your merch for your brand, perfect for small businesses and content creators. They also work with Adaptive Physiques Online and other online coaches and offer dropshipping for supplements and other fitness-related essentials. So you can offer more to your clients without worrying about holding stock or inventory. Learn more by contacting them at their website. In this episode, we touched over the basics on performance-enhancing drugs and supplements. I will be highlighting a ton more information in future episodes on these topics. Thanks for listening to another episode on how to grow in all shapes and forms. I'll be back next week to talk about the soil crisis, self-sustainability, and what's really going on with our planet and food supply. Tune in Monday for my take on the Green Initiative, but make sure to rate, like, share, follow, subscribe right now, and I'll link where to find me on all social media in the show notes, as well as anything I mentioned in today's show. Hope you guys crush the rest of your week. I'll see you guys on the next one.